Hello, I'm Susan Dunlop and welcome to episode 35 of Coffee and Contemplation with Susan. This is a podcast of women sharing stories and showing our vulnerability, the darkness and the light that results from life experiences, you know, successes, failures, lessons learned and giving insights, hope, having a bit of a laugh, a smile. If you can share something that will make someone look up and see something differently and maybe make a a baby step towards what they actually really want versus what they've got. That's the point. But I'm a life coach. I live here in Tawantan, just outside Noosa in Queensland, Australia. I started this podcast in February 2020. I don't record every single week because it's not about that. It's not about doing something mechanically. It's about women who come into the circle around me and I can see that they've got something that I become curious about. I just want to actually know a little bit more about them. And some of that just can be very much about synchronicity that I'm just blown away at the moment by the amount of women that are coming into my space that are landing here for just the right reason. So I happened across today's guest uh, via her Instagram page, Soul Intimacy. And it was in like one of those, you know, business chicks group that I was in. They said, hey, how about we all follow each other's Instagram pages? So I, I had a look. I've never done that before. So I thought, oh, I'll have a little look. And I followed this page soul intimacy and it was interesting it's a variety of information and tips a bit cheeky and also educational and it's what the owner of the site bases her sex and intimacy coaching on at the same time as me writing my book on childhood sexual abuse and overcoming it the awakening from it and how you can make changes you know because that's what happens when you actually become an adult survivor you do need to make the changes yourself i spotted a few words that were coming through the feeds from this instagram page and it was like safety it was about safety inside and outside the bedroom it's not about performance i thought i'm gonna to have to speak to this woman i really just want to actually find out what she's talking about to me she's about loosening up the conversation and just starting to have more of a conversation about intimacy and sex whether that's for yourself or whether it's with a partner so I reached out and contacted Alexandra. So it's Alexandra Scald. She is a sex and intimacy coach. And we agreed that you know, her work is really worth sharing. Um, her story is included today as well. And we're going to talk sex and intimacy coaching. I hope you enjoy and get something from it. Welcome, Alexandra. Thank you, Susan. And thank you for such a beautiful introduction. I'm honored to be here and I'm really excited to share the next half an hour with you. Oh, thank you so much for saying yes. So when I reached out, I thought, oh, this could be a yes or a no, but I know you're very busy, but I really appreciate you taking some time this morning to have a chat. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm honoured to be here and I think this is such an important conversation to have. Just before I start, listeners, too, we may touch briefly on some childhood sexual abuse trauma. So just be aware of that, not in any great depth, but if it's not something that you're wanting to listen to or ready to listen to, just I thought I'd give you the heads up right now. And if there's any sort of triggers that come up for you by listening to it, if you do choose to keep on listening, there's 1-800-RESPECT um, that you can reach out to. And likewise, I'll put all the details of that at the bottom of the podcast notes, but I just thought I'd just make sure I share that before we continue. So Alexandra, I was just thinking, as we usually do with these, is we start from you know, childhood and go through. So I was thinking, where did you grow up? I grew up in Sweden in a very small country town. I think it's it was less than 10,000 people basically in, in the middle of Sweden um, and very lucky to grow up in an 
in the country with four seasons. So I really appreciate the outdoors, no matter of weather and also growing up in a time before social media and smart, smartphones where going outside and play and being kids was something I'm really appreciating about my upbringing. Oh, yeah. I can imagine it would be so beautiful there. Yeah, yeah, truly beautiful. But also uh, a lot of rain and a lot of cold, oh, was cold it? days and a lot, of, yeah, a lot of snow as well. So being in Sydney in Australia now, I'm, I wake up and I'm with every morning filled of so much gratitude to, to be living here. So I appreciate oh. my upbringing in Sweden, but very lucky to not be living there 365 days a year anymore. <laughs> and, and you're now based in, was it the eastern suburbs of Sydney? Yeah, eastern suburbs, the eastern beaches, so uh, very close to the ocean. Yes, it's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm ex-Sydney, so I sort of always appreciate when I see um, pictures on Instagram of you know people out and about where we used to get out when we were teenagers. Mm, yeah, it's just mm. so beautiful. when Wherever you are here, people are outside and they're playing, they're either out with the dogs or they're exercising or walking with their loved ones or hanging with their friends and it just brings so much more quality to life when you are able to be outside every day, all the time. Oh, I think so. Yes, I think we've appreciated that more after last year, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Alexandra, what I was thinking, we might talk about what you do. Oh, the crows are going to share the conversation as well here because we have crows everywhere this morning. But what I thought we might talk about is the work you're doing now as a sex and intimacy coach. And when I first started referring to you, I was saying you're a sexologist and then I was calling you a sex therapist. So rather than confusing that issue, could you just maybe just start with that so we understand a little bit what that's all about? Yeah, absolutely. So I work as a sex and intimacy coach and I basically empowering people to connect to their sexuality and embrace their sensuality. I guide them to learn how to use their voice so they can ask what they want and need in the bedroom and also learning to love and accept their body so they can feel worthy of pleasure. And being Mm. a sex coach, I work with my clients from where they are today to where they want to be. So it comes with a lot of freedom where I can mix and use different modalities. There is the right modality for the client I'm working with in the moment. And of course, we go back in the past and we have a look at upbringing and previous relationship and experiences that have formed my client into who they are today and how they think and feel. But we don't stay in the past and dwell and process those experiences. We're rather, okay, this is why you are like you are today okay now let's work on how can we get you to where you want to be how can we reframe and reprogram the way you think and feel about yourself or your sexuality or release shame and and work on where you want to be and focus on that instead so it's a beautiful it's an exciting experience and it's it's very empowering I'm I'm all about you you have seen the work I do and and it's it's of course it's serious and it's a very vulnerable topic, but I'm all about making it fun and exciting. And um, I want my client to feel really good when they come to my sessions, and especially when they leave, feeling that they are normal. There is possible to change whatever challenge they are going through. So sex therapy is what's the past if people are needing to look at that. So going to a psychologist would actually help them with that type of work versus what you do. 
Yeah, I guess it's different, and, and even therapists and psychologists have different modalities and, and different um, licenses and ways of working. But but basically, I don't diagnose people. I don't prescribe medication. I believe that we are all whole. I use a holistic approach, so I use a MEBS model, which basically I look at my clients, and we include the mind mentally what we are experiencing and emotions, body, body image, energy, and spirit. So. It's, it's very often a mental or emotional blockage. It's very rarely there is something physically wrong with us. Yes, I can see that. And I, I think the silence within our population, especially with the way I think we were brought up in Australia, probably contributes a lot to that because it's a topic that people don't know how far to take in um, in conversation and you know whether you're sort of going on the right path or whether you you know, are going to feel shamed that you don't know what you're talking about. So I think having someone to talk about it with would be pretty amazing. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, like clients coming to me and um, everyone have different concerns or challenges or different goals, but underneath that is the same question and it is, am I normal? Do I belong? Is whatever I'm experiencing or my challenge is it more people out there who are experiencing the same thing and the question is always yes Ah. but because we don't talk about it we don't know so we think there is something wrong with us and we feel very alone or there we are too afraid to ask because we don't want to get confirmed that there is something wrong with us so it's it's a beautiful very powerful and rewarding job to help people to basically realize that they are normal and there is nothing wrong with them yeah, beautiful so you also too like I mean as I've spoken to you about earlier there's that sort of feeling like when we talk about you know this topic you sort of maybe feel like you could alienate people if they're not in a partnership or if they've you know say lost their partner you know through illness or whatnot do you, who do you coach do you just coach couples or do you coach individuals how does it work uh, I am open to work with with everyone in the in the past years I've been working with couples singles men and women I'm feeling I'm niching down to focus more on women at the moment but I am open for coaching both couples and singles of so no matter the gender identity I'm welcoming everyone so what moment did you decide that that was your way forward to become a sex and intimacy coach so after speaking to my parents, I was always a very curious kid, always had a lot of questions about everything. And then unfortunately, along the way during my teenage year, I happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. And I became a victim of sexual abuse. And um, in that moment, I lost all control I lost all power I lost the control of my body control of my sexuality I lost my pleasure I completely deassociated and disconnected to be able to survive what I was going through and from my understanding now afterwards of healing through this that hypersexuality is a result of childhood sexual abuse and my way so what happened was this was a normal afternoon in Sweden and I got dragged, I got filmed, I got groomed, and I was threatened that if I ever was going to tell anyone that film video was going to go everywhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I obviously as a, as a kid, as a teenager, you get scared for life, and I was so scared. So my way, I decided in that moment I was never going to tell anyone, and I didn't for many years. So my way 
to trying to get some kind of control back or some kind of power, I started to research and learn and study sex and intimacy and trying to understand it must be more to this and what is this all about. And um, that led me to growing up in high school and talk about sex and intimacy in school and holding a little bit of sex education there. And that's where my dream of becoming a sexologist was born because people come up to me afterwards and said they learn more from me during my 45 minutes than what I learned from their whole upbringing or from the parents or from other sex education. So that's when my, my dream was born. And then it took me many years and hitting a rock bottom a few times to be at the stage where I really had to turn to my soul's calling and like, what am I here to do? What's my purpose? And that's when I started to uh, start my education and started my business and now turn my trauma into purpose and helping women, women specifically coming back to their body and learning to connect to themselves so they can feel worthy of pleasure as well. What a gift to give to people. Yeah, it's, it's you know, like you, when you been through things, uh, I, I choose to say that is a part of our journey and it's a mm. part of our purpose and looking back of my journey and the uh, traveling the world and searching for healing and trying all different modalities to be able to come back to and reprogramming and teach myself again that this is my body, this is my pleasure, this is my orgasm and, and my voice and and I am able to speak and honor myself and share my story and coming back to this is me and this is my body to allow myself to feel Mm. pleasure so I can see and understand why so many other women are struggling because we're living in a society where there is so much shame around our sexuality or what it means to be a woman or how we look and what our body should look like. So it's not easy for a woman to get into the bedroom and surrender and allow herself to receive pleasure. It can be very challenging. Have you come across then in all that that you've done, the travel and searching, have you come across any cultures where there would have been an open conversation for, say, you know, late teens, girls in their late teens to have a, a better understanding of what, you know, their pleasure is or what they're wanting out of, you know, their own sexual experience? Mm, I feel that from my understanding it's, I feel there is a different, I feel there is a little bit more uh, liberated in Sweden, for example, where you can read more about articles about sex and intimacy in relationship in the newspaper and it's more openly, but I still feel that the sex education and the conversation around sex, intimacy, love, relationship, body, uh, it's not open, inclusive and positive anywhere around the world yet. I was wondering whether it was. That's why I was curious. I think I haven't actually heard of anywhere that was. That, that 45 minutes that you used to do at school, so how, was that when you were in your teens or were you a, an adult taking that back to the school to do those presentations? No, I was still in high school. I think I was would have been 18 then. It was the last section or what do you call it, trimester? Um, yes, last semester, yeah. Yeah, of, of high school. And we had a topic of our choice to go up and hold a presentation. And, you know, people spoke about World War Two or Shakespeare or something. And I wanted to speak about love relationship and intimacy and um, hold – valuable education but also made it fun and playful and a lot of funny facts so I think that's the way I work today because 
it can be a very vulnerable topic and vulnerable conversation to to have with clients. So I make sure it's a lot of fun and jokes and we make it playful and fun. And I want it to be a work we do with as much ease as we can. Yeah, lovely, lovely. So, Alexandra, you've been working in it for quite a while then and I was thinking in terms of what people would like to understand a little bit more and I don't know, I pictured the ideas of, you know, worry, shame, you know, things like the guilt about masturbation or self-pleasure, unresolved trauma, struggles with body image, I don't know, feeling safe to fully open, you know, that disconnection to our own body and sexuality, let alone the fact there is no real education for adolescents on intimacy, sex and pleasure as we evolve to become sexually active beings. And that's here in Australia for sure. But can we talk about that for a little bit? So maybe just I know your posts often are very interesting in that regard and your blog covers a lot of this, but maybe if someone's not actually tapped into this recently, it'd be something we could have a chat about now. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Oh, where do I start? This is such a Mm. huge topic. And, you know, we, we all carry shame because the limiting beliefs and negative messages we have picked up in our upbringing and from society and advertising and social media and maybe religion. And when we carry that shame with us, it's very hard to allow ourselves to fully open and receive and experience pleasure with our partners and lovers. And sex and intimacy and it's the most normal and natural thing. It's, you know, we wake up in the morning, we have breakfast, we go to work, we go to the gym, we go out, we walk our dog, we have sex. It's such a normal part of our life and yet there is so much shame around it. And I think the key is to feel into when you are experiencing shame, regardless if there is connection to your self-pleasure experience or in the bedroom, feel into your body, where is the shame coming from, who once said something or did something or what limiting beliefs have you picked up along the way and is it really true is it really your truth because if it's not you can release that shame you don't have to hold on to those limiting beliefs anymore and just look the way we've been self-pleasuring most of us have been self-pleasuring hiding under the blanket as quiet as possible as quickly as possible and if we have programmed our body to enjoy pleasure in that way for 10 15 20 years of course it's going to be hard to then allow ourselves to open and in the bedroom allow ourselves to use sound breath and movement which is the three keys to be able to feel more pleasure and move pleasure and sexual energy in our body so it's coming back to coming back home to yourself and questioning where is all the lies and limiting beliefs coming from or do you really need to carry them with you anymore and also we because we didn't have a positive inclusive sex education so many of us is turning to porn for education and Mm. that's really bad and I'm not against porn I think it can be good in in the right time and in the right moment for the right people and especially I would recommend ethical porn but porn is people getting paid to have sex in a way that is arousing for us to look at it's not what we actually want from sex so coming back to feeling into what do you want from sex what are you longing for and very often what we want is we want connection, we want to feel close, we want to feel and experience pleasure together with a person we love. 
So we need to move away from putting so much pressure on ourselves. Sex doesn't have to be perfect. Sex is meant to be fun and playful and it, it doesn't have to be in a certain way. I think we were a program that has to be, okay, 10 minutes of kissing and then maybe we're oral sex or foreplay is always the same and then penetration and then ejaculation and then it's over, which is so far away from the truth. Sex can be in any way, in any order and, you know, the men doesn't always ejaculate and women does definitely not orgasm like the way we see in porn where all the women orgasm from penetration within five minutes where the truth is only one in four women orgasm from just penetration the rest of us need more stimulation like clitoris stimulation and whole body stimulation so we need to get the education right and take away the pressure and stopping to trying to perform in the bedroom. Made me pick up on that because I was thinking, you know, realistically we all learnt as we did, you know, from I don't know where we learnt from, but you sort of carried forward from being a, a teen through to then obviously, you know, in your 20s, whatnot, maybe you might have had children and then you sort of you know, rushing sex around having kids because you don't want them coming in the bedroom and, you know, mm-hmm. everything feels to me that, to, I don't know, it's like an overarching feeling of it's not one of the important things to do in the day. It's like something that you enjoy, but it's not given, you know, really good time to actually enjoy it. Yeah, 100%. And also we live in a very busy society. We all have a very busy life, but we need to prioritise pleasure. If it's important for one of you in the relationship, it is important for the relationship and also prioritising your own pleasure and prioritising yourself. And this is something I work around women where it's like, how do you touch yourself? Touch yourself in a way you would love a lover to touch you. You are worthy of pleasure and you are worthy to prioritise your own pleasure. And self-pleasure is a form of self-care. And there are so many benefits from touching our own body and allowing ourselves to experience pleasure and allowing ourselves to orgasm as well. I recommend every person to start with just spending a few minutes in the morning to just connect to our own body. And it doesn't mean that self-pleasure needs to be touch of genitals or leading to uh, masturbation or even an orgasm. Self-pleasure can be just touching ourselves and holding ourselves and touching our heart and connecting to our body the first thing we do before we connect to the world or we get affected by uh, everything that's happening in our phone or in our family or outside the world. So I highly recommend to uh, connect to yourself first thing in the morning and prioritize your self-pleasure as well. And and this is where self-pleasure for me is not only what's happening in the bedroom, it's about allowing myself to receive pleasure outside the bedroom, allowing myself to receive pleasure throughout the whole day from my other experiences or from things I do in, in my everyday life, filling myself with pleasure and allowing myself to be alive. People talk in terms of you know self-care or self-help, like self-pleasure. Yeah, When I first said those words, I think people could actually just think, oh, does she mean like masturbation? But there's a far broader scope that that covers, as you're saying. It's about that sort of joy, giving yourself joy and respect for yourself and so much more, isn't it? Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I think for a lot of women who are struggling to receive pleasure in the bedroom, have a look outside the bedroom first. Do you allow yourself to receive outside the bedroom? Very often as women, we are the one who nurturing everyone else and looking after everyone else and make sure everyone else have what they need before we look after ourselves. And then, of course, it's very hard to 
allow yourself to receive pleasure in the bedroom. So start outside and allowing yourself to receive. And, you know, as, as women, when we allow ourselves to be turned on by life and we allow ourselves to feel sexual and sensual and we access our sexual energy, there is our creative energy we are able to move forward towards our goals and dreams because we're starting to learn to trust the wisdom of our body. And so many women are living in their, mm. in their head because we have to live in our head to be able to get through and pay bills and, and run a business or run a family and um, do everything we need to get done in life. But coming back into your body and coming back into your heart and trusting your intuition and trusting the wisdom of your sex center and allowing your whole body to lead your life. That was a scrumptious bunch of sentences you put together there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Let's come back to our bodies and come back to our um, hearts. Sounds like a really good plan, mm, I think. Yeah. The world, the world will be a different place. Yeah, 100%. You're not going to be satisfied and go to bed every night, be happy with your life if you're making all your decisions from your head and from a place of fear or ego or comfort. You know, if you have a soul that is calling for something or if your heart is desire or longing for something, you need to you need to honor that. You need to honor your body and you're so much more than just your mind. For sure, absolutely. You touched on earlier uh, that, you know, people's, or women will say, like, you know, they question themselves, am I normal, do I belong, is it just me? Uh, would you say that's the most common thing that people come to you for coaching about or, you know, what's the most common outcome that your clients desire from working with you? Um, the most common outcome, it would be to enjoy sex, to be present during sex and intimacy. And mm -hmm. I would say when it comes to, to women, it's very often orgasm challenges that they okay. can't orgasm with a partner. And, you know, orgasm happens when we feel safe, safe in our bodies, safe in the environment, safe with our partners. And it's coming back to what do you need to feel safe? What do you need to surrender? What part of you are you trying to hide? Or where are you not in your full expression? Orgasm is so much more than doing the right things with your hand. In the bedroom, it's about trust and feeling safe. So I would say when it comes mm. to women, that's probably the, the most common. Um, and also a lot of body image there is obviously affecting that. And when it comes to men, it's a lot of performance anxiety. Okay, yeah. Mm. I see the way you actually write. You actually, your, um, your posts tend to be, they could be actually be read by a man and understood um, quite well the way you, you're very I like your writing I think your writing is very good that you actually cover both sides so people can understand you know like they're putting your heart your hand on a woman's heart um, mm. as being something you know, I think that's beautiful thank you thank you yeah I'm trying to write in a way I very often know women coming to me and um, and then they invite their partners or lovers to come and read as well um, so I'm, mm. I'm writing to be all inclusive even if it's more directed to to women Mm. I think it's that that whole sharing the common language is I think Brené Brown talks about it that even if you aren't comfortable with stepping right into the space of say you know this type of coaching but if you can at least understand what your partner's wanting and coming from that space at least you, the the language is is more comfortable open up your um your conversation more mm. yeah and and we need to talk about what we want and what we desire in the bedroom because we're not going to know we're not going to understand or be able to read our partner's mind and we, we talk about everything else in life and mm. we talk about where we want to go for dinner or where we want to go on a holiday but we don't speak about 
how we want to be intimate in the bedroom or what we desire, or what we fantasize about or how we like to be touched. And, and even so many women, they wouldn't even know how they want to be touched because they haven't spent the time get to know their own body so they can communicate that to a lover. So by getting to know yourself first and then being able to communicate your needs, um, it's the key to be able to experience that deep intimacy and fulfilling sex. And I saw too recently one of your offerings, and I think it was actually the same time I spoke to you, it was around about the same time that I contacted you. You've got that six-week online course beginning called My Voice, My Body, My Pleasure. So that's a course for women, is that right? Yes, that's a course for women. I'm super excited to start this journey. Um, we're starting in May and it's basically my lips work where I'm going to what I'm doing, I'm taking the, the successful work I've been doing with my one-to-one clients and now bringing it to an online offering so more women can get access to my wisdom and my gifts and um, the knowledge. So it's going to be a safe container where we're going to journey through six weeks and learning to really embrace who we are and learning to share our voice and speak up and how we can ask what we need and getting to know ourselves and our body and our sexuality and really learning to love and accept our body wholeheartedly so we can feel worthy of pleasure. Mm. So I can imagine in terms of a return on investment that if you did that course, there'd be a fairly good chance you're going to come out better at the other end. Yeah, 100%, 100%. <laughs> and, and you know, like I, I said to the women who have already signed up and, and it's with everything in life, the more you put in, the more you get out of it. And even if you just come along and you you listen to all the lectures or um, all the pre-recorded models, but if you get in and do all the practices because it's going to be meditation, it's going to be home practices to do between the session and live calls and Q&As and an opportunity to ask your own questions. If you really put in and you, you do the practices, you... It, this can be life-changing. It's going to be a magical journey and I'm, I'm so excited. I'm really excited. I just love the name of it. If, you, if you're looking at it from your perspective of you and your voice, your body and your pleasure, then mm. you, you are going to make that ripple effect out from yourself, I think, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that's mm-hmm. where it's all about this, you coming home to you, you coming back to your body and learning to what do I need in life to be happy what's happiness and what's the definition of success for me what brings me pleasure what's my boundaries learning to trust your body learning to honor your boundaries and it's starting with you learning to trust yourself and learning to Mm. feel into your body how does a no feels like because when we can say no to everything there is not aligned with what we want we can say yes to everything we deserve but if we have no idea how yes and no feels like in the body we can very often drift away in, a, in the wrong direction so say yes to thing there is not meant for us hmm. and I think it sounds perfect and as, as you know like I'm writing my book so I'm sort of I'm, I'm intrigued I'm going to actually come and join you for the six weeks because you know I'm very much about bring the best I possibly can now to my relationship that you know I've been in for close to 40 years with my husband so yeah I'm looking forward to actually joining you on that journey Alexandra. Amazing I'm, I'm welcoming you Susan I'm so excited that you are coming along and uh, it's going to be my absolute pleasure I feel honored to be able to empower you to step into your true power and oh, it's going to be so much fun I'm really excited. Is there anyone that's not suited for, just quickly, is there anyone you wouldn't recommend it for or is it, or is it suited for basically any woman? 
I would say it is suitable for every woman. Um, I, I would just say yes, because we've been tapped in and talking about um, a little bit of trauma. It's not a course to come and process your trauma or deal with your trauma. It's a course to come and learn to connect to yourself, come back to your body, embrace your sexuality, speak your truth, um, moving you towards your goals and your dreams and on an embodied mm-hmm. level. That's great. That's great. So I'll have actually included your details at the bottom of the Facebook and Instagram, but yeah, there'll be a link there anyway. But it's on Soul Intimacy's Instagram page, is it, on Facebook as well? Uh, yeah, in, mainly Instagram. And also if you are curious about the course, if you want to know if this course is right for you or not, please send me a message or an email and reach out and we can have a chat because it's just as important for me that this is the right course for you. We're coming to the end, as we do, very quickly. So, Alexandra, do you have a favourite quote or poem or mantra that gets you by in hard times? Mm, yeah, I, you know what, when it comes to getting through hard times, I, I think I've been holding on to every quote there is out there. I, I love quotes, but there's one saying that my parents always said to me during my upbringing, they're really stuck with me and that I want to have as a core in my next relationship and that I've been using to learning to love myself or I've been judging myself in the past as a part of my healing journey and that is love me most when I least deserve it because that's when I need it most. Oh, beautiful. Mm. Yeah, I think that's really, it's beautiful wow. because, you know, in, 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 in life and in relationships, we, it's going to be times where our partner had nothing to give, no energy, nothing to give because they're going through a really hard time. And when we can really show up and love them through those moments and knowing that when they are back to the normal or when they're rising again, that they're going to come back and love us a thousand, thousand times more. So, yeah, I think that's such a beautiful saying. I really love that. Mm. So do you have a song, as we always say? Is there a song that's your favourite sing-out-loud song? Uh, yes, lately or last year, my favourite song has been The Way You Make Me Feel. It's from, I think it's Swedish, June Henrik Fjellgren. It's just a song I've been dancing and moving and um, and singing and listening to and I, I, I'm not sure I just love that song. Ah, good. All right, I'll check that out. So we do have a whole bunch of other questions we could cover, but I think you're going to cover that in everything that you do anyway. So if people are interested to find out more and to explore that whole understanding of self-pleasure, intimacy and sexuality, contact Alexandra, I would say, because she's the girl. She knows what she's talking about. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and if there was any question or anything that wasn't clear during the podcast, please reach out and I would answer your questions. Or Alexandra, absolute pleasure. Really always a pleasure to talk to you. So uh, thank you so much for coming on to share your wisdom today. I think you have got a few little points in there very easily that will make people look up and go, hmm, I wonder whether there's something in there for me. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been absolutely honoured to be here. So, listeners, it's just time to wrap up now. Thank you so much for joining me today. I do hope you took something away from Alexandra's conversation about intimacy and sexuality. You know, she's very courageous to come and share her own story and also the you know, amazing what she's actually done with her own experience and her desire to actually find out what is good and better in the world for her and for all the people that she serves in in relation to intimacy and sexuality. I feel like it's an important topic that isn't discussed and, you know, at recent breakfasts and a few things I've been to, I've raised that I'm having Alexandra on the show today 
And I said, yeah, how interesting because how many people actually get to understand what, you know, the full experience of intimacy and sexuality is because we only know what we know and who knows what's better than what we know. So um, I think that's something to ponder. And in all areas of your life, like it's to me, life's about or can I, as I call it, C-A-N-I. So it's that constant and never-ending improvement. And I like to understand something. If, if I'm not certain about what's happening, I need to explore it. And then I can sit with it and understand it and decipher what that means to me. And then I can actually choose a course of action. So I like to actually understand and then take action. And the action might be, I'm okay with that. That's enough. I'm okay. I'm going to stay as I am in that respect because that's enough is all I can cope with for now. But in other areas, I think, you know, like you, you can reach out to people, someone like Alexandra who specialises in a particular field of interest in relation to your relationship. I'm a generalist. I coach life and business, so I can actually coach across the whole realm. But I would not say I would actually be your coach in terms of intimacy and sexuality because, you know, there's people that actually have trained specifically in that field. If you have any questions for Alexandra, she said to please send them through to me and send them to susan at susandunlop.com.au and I'll pass them on and get back to you. And she said also if you don't get into that course you know, by the time you've heard this episode, she will be taking a waiting list for future courses because she's obviously going to run further sessions of them later in the year. So just yeah, reach out to her. Her business is Soul Intimacy and, yeah, I think it's something really worth looking into i'm signing off now i wish you well for the rest of your week i'll be back in a few weeks until then take care